Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Long Lost Heroes podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Frank, here with my buddy AJ. How are you today? I'm kick-ass, Frank. How are you? I'm doing great. It's a beautiful, beautiful Saturday. The weather is just like amazing. I'm going to go outside and do some yard work. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Because I've leveled up as an adult, and that's what you got to do. And uh, if we hear some lawnmowers and shit in the background right now, everyone else is doing yard work. So <laughs> can't help that. But uh, it, it's also a holiday. The, it is. It's Passover. Passover has will begin tonight. It will begin tonight. We are just we are counting down to the moments where we could still eat leavened bread products. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And uh, but, you know. We, we keep on rolling because there was a new episode of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier yesterday. Uh, that one dropped, and uh, we both watched it. Otherwise, we wouldn't be here recording, of course. Definitely. Um, you know, th- this show is fun. Uh, it, it, it moves faster. It, it, I don't know. something. It, it's weird because, you know, some of the episodes of WandaVision were, like, literally shorter. <laughs> They're, like, 30 yeah. minutes, and this, is, this was still, like, 50 minutes long. And it was, I was like, wait, that's it? But that's what they always do. They want to keep you coming back, like want, make you want more. Um, so it, it's good. I think uh, the the shell is starting to be peeled back. We're going to see some more uh, of kind of like the overarching plot. Um, what did you think of this one? I really liked it, you know, uh, strategically and specifically with this podcast, you know, ep- second episodes, episode two of a lot of our shows typically are a downbeat <laughs> compared to the big up that was the season premiere, right? Sure, yeah. So I was glad to just be like, okay, like, you know, we'll see what's going to happen. It was interesting last week that, you know, they didn't bring uh, Sam and Bucky together in the first episode, even though we know that the show is called Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Uh, but again, we also really liked that they just did an hour of character development and kind of set everybody up, showed us where they are as they're going to take us. And this really seems like the inciting incident of the show where everything is really going to pick up from here. Um, yeah. And, and yeah. at six episodes, like they really got to keep things moving. Um, yeah. Whereas like something like Watchmen or even Mandalorian, when it's a little longer, they've got like m- multiple more weeks to, to really get to the point. Um, and they can take a little side quests, but I, I feel like this show is, is going to be really streamlined. Um, there's just not enough time on on the clock to waste. <laughs> um, well, I think they're trying to set up, you know, one of the rare things in Marvel, which is a, a really compelling villain. And I think that you know they wasted no time. We had a cold open with uh, our you know new Captain America, uh, John Walker. Um, and you know, we kind of see him, I guess, getting ready to go outside and be presented as Captain America for the first time. That's what it looked like. Right. Yeah. And we, we don't even get the, uh, the Marvel studios like fanfare. I mean, we see the little title card, but it's over top of it. They're playing the marching band music, which I was like, this is awesome. <laughs> Cause it's the rendition of the star spangled uh, man, man with yeah. the plan. I was like, Oh yeah, that's awesome. Um, so it, it's playing over. And then we finally see, I mean, this shot has been in all the trailers, like him coming out on a, a football field. Uh, but we find out that that is his high school, which like they're like doing, first of all, a ABC all over it. Good morning, America. Like, ha ha ha. We, we see you, but, it's like dark. Is this actually the morning? Like what time is this? Like four? 
That, yeah. That's curious, I guess. Uh, you know, I think mm, the Disney branding was, you know, strategic, but also that that's also questionable. I, I, I guess it couldn't have been in the morning. That would be so weird, right? Just to have all these people show up at a football stadium at six a.m. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it doesn't make Maybe any it sense. wasn't live. Whatever. We'll, we'll yeah, let that it's slide. A, it, it's definitely a recorded segment that they showed on Monday on a Friday Night Lights. Yeah, because it's a high school. Yeah, uh, um, yeah, yeah. Okay, fair. Okay, so I I really liked that scene. Actually, I think that he's doing. Uh, this guy is a tough job, you know, not only in the show, but within the reality of the show. Right. Like he has to pick up the new mantle of Captain America. Everybody loves Captain America. And also, you know, I think that there's probably more uh, PSA material of, you know, our cap as we know him in modern day. Oh, my God. Yeah. That he probably had to do that. We just haven't seen yet. Right. Right. Like so, they, they did that stuff with in like Spider-Man Homecoming. And it's funny. Um, but like. I think the idea is that like literally every child in America has seen his face like gr growing up, telling him, telling you like all the things you need to know. <laughs> well, I think maybe it would be even more specific, though, because it, two reasons. One, uh, the main kids who kind of grew up with him would, would be like the kids from the 40s, right? Like these like super. So they would be like elder generation boomers and some boomers, I guess. Right. And then. And then you would have all the kids who knew him from his modern avenging days starting in 2012. Mm -hmm. uh, and that seems to be the era they have him in for homecoming after he's taken down Hydra. And they even mentioned that in that movie. Right. So yeah. it's, it, it's interesting um, to see, you know, that he is such a propaganda force and, and that you do need him and, you know, it's whether or not it's, you know, these lighthearted PSAs or other elements, he still is what it is. It's propaganda. Right. And I mean, he's so ingrained in the military, too. And so, like, yes. at, with John Walker being, uh, I guess, he's army. Eh? Um, yeah, that would definitely he definitely looked army. Uh, so you would think that they would even ramp that shit up even more as you're going through, like, your boot camp and all your training. It's like. Yeah, they're asking him the questions. Oh, did you ever meet Steve Rogers? Says, no, but like he's been such and a poor. And then poor Bucky's oh, watching oh, that alone gosh. on the floor. Yeah, <laughs> because because he can't sleep in a bed, and so he's just all the yeah, uh, yeah. Hearing him say uh, he's like a brother to me, while Bucky is like, no, fuck you, dude. That, he's like my. Brother. That's some bullshit. <laughs> like that's some fucking bullshit. Um, but yeah, I mean that's I, I like this scene. Like you said, uh, they. They want us to sympathize with him. Like they do. Yeah. You, you don't want like they could have not had that at all. And we could have hated him from the get go. Right. Like there yes, are still things right. about him that you're like, eh, I don't good like observation, you. but it, it's, we're supposed to like get his, his, his shtick and why, um, understand why the, the, the brass selected him. At, at, right. Right. It, ha it has to feel earned in that respect. Yeah. Uh, but then, you know, so I thought, right, I like the cold open. So then we're immediately back into the episode uh, and we're looking at what I think is really the inciting incident that's going to play out large in the larger part over the next uh, couple of, you know, episodes is this battle they have in uh, Eastern Europe with mm -hmm. the uh, flag smashers on top of the tractor trailer. Great scene, by the way. <laughs> I just want to point out that in the notes you have it as face smashers, and I think they could be one or the other. It doesn't matter. 
he smashes face fl- smashers. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Um, yeah, they are not the fa- they're the flag smashers, not the face smashers. Right, I'll keep that in mind. They're trying to tear down the borders and they want one one world kind of one people which again that's a great tagline oh that's a great that's a great setup yeah and and we get a lot of of their backstory too again like sympathizing or like showing making your villain like understandable and relatable in some way they're not just like mustache twirling villains no Um, and you you feel their motivation you know I, i would be that angry too i guess you know and it, it, it feels earned. It doesn't feel so uh, forced. Yeah, it doesn't feel forced. Uh, I like I like the look of this show. You know, mm-hmm. it, it definitely feels very MCU. I think all, they're doing a good job with the set design and doing good shots in the exteriors. You know, with Wanda, you're so cooped up inside all the time. Uh, yeah, it's so true. refreshing to be outside. <laughs> <laughs> As spring comes with us, they have the opportunity to go outside again. Um, and like, yeah, they, they make things feel for like how many, uh, movies or even TV shows have you seen a, uh, a fight on top of a truck while it's moving? <laughs> right. Yeah. There's been a, yeah, there's been a lot, you know, been some a lot. of my favorites matrix reloaded is very, very good. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, there's one in Ultron, on the truck. We just had yeah. that. Yeah. Spider-Man homecoming. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else? If you can think of any good action scenes on top of a truck, let us know. I'm sure there's a Fast and the Furious up there. <laughs> I think Deadpool, Deadpool 2. Yeah. One of those it, has one. It's a staple. You need, they needed to have that. <laughs> and I mean, it's and even Mandalorian. Mandalorian. <laughs> yeah. Last um, week, this year. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, it, it, it's good. It, again, I, I was thinking, like, all right, this is a, another one of those things. But, like, I think the, 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 the twist on it is, like, we're following our heroes and all of a sudden like new cap and, and fake Falcon show up. Um, yeah, that was, that was so good. I did not, I totally did not expect that. No. And when you were watching them kind of dive in, which you've seen, I am a little upset that they didn't pull the di- the great dialogue between uh, Bucky and Sam, which kind of explains them going on this mission. They have a really great repartee. The, the Gandalf comment, as you've seen, right. they should have held that from the trailers, man. That was really funny. And like that larger scene is so heartfelt to them. I was like, oh, why did we show that? I know. I mean, actually, like a lot from this episode had been shown already. And so which like on the one hand uh, bothers me. But on the other hand, I'm like, OK, maybe there's. Good stuff to come. Good stuff to come that we haven't seen yet. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And that was like really early on. Um, and then even like the subsequent scene on the plane. Uh, yeah. The plane what, scene's very good. Yeah. When he just jumps out. Uh, but <laughs> I love like Bucky's like, ah, all right. Uh, can't use a parachute. I'll just, I'll just go. <laughs> well, that's, uh, here we, here we fucking go. And he, he, he makes it man. Like he, it, it looks like it hurts. Like I, I liked that. I liked that. It didn't look like he just like grabbed onto a tree and like swung around and like landed and was on, cool on his feet. Yeah, no, he, no, like he, <laughs> he 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 took that pretty hard. Uh, yeah, but it's, it's a nice callback to Captain America too, though, right? Like, yeah, in in the Avengers when when he jumps out the plane and like, did he have a parachute? Nope, nope. Like, yeah. Um, but anyway, like, so obviously Bucky does have some super soldier serum to him. He's not like a normal guy. So if, definitely if you're and, a normal and, guy with a metal arm, don't go jumping out of planes. 
no, 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 please, please don't do that. They do train you on to do how to do that in the Israeli military. That's like the Tzachanim, the paratroopers. That's like a major thing is they drop you out from like 120, 150 feet and you just have to live. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Figure it out. <laughs> like, there's a specific way you can fall that you can you can do that and you can survive. Um, okay. I don't know how to do that, <laughs> but they, these guys are are trained to do that. So. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the f- it comes like that scene, the, like the Gandalf stuff, it's like straight out of their, their plot together and, and definitely beforehand, like in the, the, the clip for it, it doesn't feel that way. And so like having the extra context is important. What they're actually talking about. It's like, we have to go here, but like, you know, and it sets up their conflict right away. It's like Bucky's pissed. He does. He's not happy with Sam for right. giving up the shield. And he's like. He, Steve, loved you. I love Steve. Everybody loved each other. But, like, he wanted you. He knew what that Steve, the shield meant. It was his legacy, and he yeah. passed it on to you. Like, why? What the fuck? Right. And, and by I you totally giving get it up. Bucky being pissed. Yeah, by Sam giving it up, it's like, okay, now they, they made this other guy, this, this schmo, <laughs> like, as a, as a knockoff. And it, it doesn't feel like if, if you're – Captain America's best friend. That that's the last thing you want to see. Someone else running around with the shield. That that Cap did not give a blessing to, or Steve did not give a blessing to. You know, right? Um, and he and this really matters to Bucky. You know, whatever happened to Steve after that scene in Endgame, I'm I think we'll find out at some point. But like, whatever happened there, like. It's I think it's safe to say that's pretty much the end of their relationships, right? Like we like the. It doesn't seem like that that they went on and had like fun adventures, you know, with like Bucky where like he went traveled back in time or did anything else. Like Bucky went on and did his own shit after right. this. And yeah. here they are now. Yeah. Well, and we we don't know what, what Steve did. I mean he can Is he is he dead? Is he on ice? What's going on? Yeah, I mean, I feel like he's probably not dead. Um Maybe he went back to the other timeline. I don't know. But, like, just to come back to give the shield doesn't seem like it makes sense. Also, the, the it's the shield from the other timeline, too, isn't it? Because the one in Endgame broke. Right. So di- uh, that'll break yeah. a brain. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, can we actually skip ahead to the couples part? Yeah, definitely. I, while we're talking about their relationship, like, that we've got them together, like... Um, I think it's super interesting that uh, the doctor is like, nope, you too, Sam. You've got to got to get in on this. Um, and so they have this whole conversation. Um, and it really just to me, there's there's more. Uh, it's not resentment. I don't even think it's animosity. Whatever it is between them goes back even before what just happened with the shield and, and Sam, you know, like, like think back to civil war, they've always been butting heads. And so like, I was hoping they would go a little bit deeper into their, their relationship. Um, and like what makes them tick like, Oh, you know, Bucky feels like Sam was his replacement or something, or like, you know, something along those lines, uh, that maybe we'll get to at some point, but, um, I mean, this, this, I mean, this scene is fantastic. It's this episode for one is really funny. And this scene is hilarious. <laughs> it's so well-written yeah. and it, it makes such sense that they should be in some kind of grief counseling together. And that they, as these two Avengers that, you know, 
first of all, they need to establish how they can get paid like ASAP. Like we need a fu- we need, that's like a ridiculous to me that they're not being paid by anybody. Um, so like we need to get them some kind of funding that they're like you know doing avenging as contractors or whatever. I think that could totally work. Well, I mean, we know Sam is was like free agent with the Air Force or something. That was what was going on last week. So I presume they're paying him for that. But like Bucky. Yeah, what's Bucky doing? So they should be in some kind of grief counseling together for Avengers that need to continue avenging. And but you guys have to you guys are partners. You're going to be working together. We're not (laughs) you don't get that choice. to Choose that really. Right Uh, there. It's it's a beautiful scene and it really sets up, I think, the whole set of the show. It says, you know, Bucky's not happy with Sam. Right. And And, and specifically the line um, that he says about if if you gave up the shield, then Steve was was wrong about you. And if he was wrong about you, maybe he was also wrong about me. And it's it's just like, wow. Yeah, because because Bucky, we know like all of his history. It's like pre uh, World War Two. Like we know he's a, a kind of a stand up guy, whatever. But then he has to be. He's like forced to be the Winter Soldier, and he does all these horrible things. But Steve saw in him that he could come back from that, and that he could, while live with that grief and and trauma, uh, be be heroic or at least be like a a good person. Um, and so if, if Steve was wrong about Bucky, then, then, then his whole whole sense of identity is, is probably gone. Um, and then I thought they were going to go there with Sam, uh, with his response. And I think they're getting there, but they, because it's like you and Steve wouldn't understand. And I think, again, maybe this is a, a problem with us going out of order, but like the, the scene when they're going to see, Isaiah Bradley and they're like on the street in Baltimore and uh the the kid is like hey you're you're Black Falcon he's like it's a great scene so good and it's like so well, good are are you a black kid and the kid's like oh okay I get it and I think what Sam is saying in the therapy ses- session is like you and Steve won't understand if I was Captain America I would be black Captain America and I think that's what they're gonna be kind of building to because they have this really intense scene um with this other character is this somebody from the comics did you look at this did you look this up at all yes so isaiah bradley was uh one of several african-american men that were experimented on with a super soldier serum uh after the original cap um Many of the men were didn't make it, and they they were killed, uh, or it, through the the testing. And then, I believe a bunch of them were. It was kind of like this like squad of like supermen. That, That's cool. Uh, but Isaiah was the only one to like survive the war, or whatever. But then we okay. he, so like whatever backstory that they have in the actual MCU, it seems similar. But then they put him in prison and and experimented on him and all this other stuff. Because he's black, and right. and we see all this this uh, history come out. Um, I think there's going to be more with him. I think it's super interesting. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Steve didn't know about him. Uh, Sam didn't know about him. Only Bucky knew because he was around. I, I bet you, I know somebody else who knows Howard Stark. <sighs> and I'm sure that they, they are going to spend a good amount of time 
in the retconning of Tony Stark, showing us all the crazy shit that he did and all the stuff his family's associated with. And that could be a big number one <laughs> for me. But there you go. That's just a, that's just a long haul prediction. Um, yeah, that was a really powerful scene. And it really does, similarly to the way that even the Winter Soldier makes you relook at everything you've seen so far. Mm-hmm. Like, holy shit. Like, they were doing this against people's wills. And then they imprisoned this dude. That's horrible. And that goes right seamlessly right into the next scene where they get stopped on the street. Yeah. And, it, you know, totally sign of the times. You know, cops stop them because they're having an argument. They take Bucky's side Im- immediately, accusing uh, Falcon totally unbeknownst that they're, you know, major celebrity Avengers and that they totally shouldn't be doing this. Right. Um, but but also that if it shouldn't matter, right? It shouldn't matter yeah. that that Falcon they recognize him as Falcon. It's like, no, he's just a guy in the street having an argument with his friend. You're and, correct. And and that and that's the crux of it, right? And once they find out, it's like, "Oh, okay, can I get a picture?" like that shit and uh which then it's kind of a, like a, a neat juxtaposition, though, that, you know, through it all, Bucky gets arrested. <laughs> like, you know, normally you see yeah. this happen and like it escalates. And, um, you know, un- unfortunately, this is like the reality is that most of the time that black man is going to be arrested for doing nothing wrong. Um, right. And so to see Bucky get arrested, like. There's a reason, but, you know, I, I think there's like something to be said there. Um, so, yeah, his couples. But again, it sets up that whole sequence we already talked about. So, yeah, this this show, man, is, is doing a lot of really, really great things. Uh, I really liked the scene with. Uh, after they've fought um, the people on the on the trucks and they've gotten away um, that it's Falcon and Bucky and they're walking down the street. And they, uh, the new Cap and fake Falcon are driving past, and they're like, "Hey, man, come on in." He's, they're just like, "Absolutely fucking not, (laughs) (laughs) no way." And like, I kind of understand like a lot of like where he's coming from. He's trying to be, you know, their bud. He's trying to get on their good side. It's in their better interest to not, you know, be nice to them. That's like in their characters totally. Yeah. Uh. But it's interesting to me that like the government's trying to just like mandate a new Avenger. And then as soon as you get in the car, you understand why it's because he's, you know, he's like, I'm the government. I'm I'm here. That's what I'm supposed to be. Yeah. And he's kind of in a similar way to like Hayward, where he's like a new level of, you know, strategic, um, you know, uh, big, uh, you know, leadership, I guess, you know, within he's not in shield he's with the department of defense but also with sword they just have a different way of kind of you know approaching things and it's and it seems very different than shield in a lot of ways that's yeah. what i'm trying to say yeah yeah and, and it's interesting because even steve rogers wasn't uh always going to be by the book like the government right like that's something that we've seen throughout his character arc with with uh with Winter Soldier and, and uh, Civil War. Um, so to see this guy so much like, you know, preaching everything that the government wants is really weird. Um, and because we know that uh, Sam and Bucky operate like Cap do, they're like, we're going to do our own thing. We're going to do what we think is right. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, for... <laughs> For them to be like on this side mission and they're doing their their own thing and for them to just be like, 
Oh yeah, we weren't tracking the, the flag smashers. We were tracking you guys. That that not tech even hard. Is, <laughs> not even hard. That tech is the government's. Um, which yeah, that's so complex and uh, I don't know. I mean, it's I'm, I was a little sad to see Red Wing get destroyed. Um, <laughs> poor, epic, poor epic. little guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I like Bucky's line there where it's like, I've always wanted to do that. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I think it's interesting because they're further setting up, um, John Walker as kind of an antagonist. Um, okay. I, I was, I want to add something to this. Uh, this is something that Megan picked up on and I don't know if like maybe other people will or not, but Captain America has always been, you know, Steve Rogers, Chris Evans really is this beautiful man. <laughs> like he's yeah. a very handsome gentleman. He's a specimen. And you know, while uh, we we now we have John Walker uh, played by Wyatt Russell, son of Kurt Russell, actually. Mm-hmm. He's not that same kind of like all American handsome. He's he's like uh, he's not pretty necessarily. I think he's that's what my, Megan's point was like. Are they kind of going against it and like, like, are they, is the MCU casting even aware of like, okay, like if we're going to cast this guy, like he can't be like beautiful, like. That's a good question. um, Um, And maybe some people find him attractive, but he's got a little. Well, (laughs) let's, let's think about it this way. So like, was Cap like in his like full essence, like beautiful because like he was like you know his natural self i think it, it, he became more amazing because of the the serum right That's a great like, this guy hasn't gotten the serum right That's so true. is it possible that if he was to get the serum or maybe he already has it that his looks were affected and and maybe you know he didn't get you know the perks of it you know what mm. i mean there's uh, also something we said about you know the character like your internal character and steve's internal character was so beautiful Right. And so this guy, you know, I think it's it was no, I think it's perfect casting because he's got all the same attributes. It's just like, you know, store brand. You know what I mean? It's uh, Costco brand frosted flakes versus, you know, frosted flakos or something. You know, (laughs) it's just it's just one. It's just one bit off. It's not. It's close. It's really good. It's almost there, but it's not the real one. <laughs> if you close your eyes and you taste both, you know there's something different. Yeah, it's it's just not. It's th- that high fructose corn syrup compared to the sugar. It's you know uh, Mr. Pib instead of Dr. Pepper. It's it's <laughs> just not. You know, Mr. The best joke from Mitch Hedberg. Mr. Pib, dude didn't even get his degree. <laughs> <laughs> one of the best. Oh, um, love it. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think this, um, I'm excited to see where we go next because, you know, they do really a good job of setting that up and it, I was totally different than what I expected it was going to be really. Um, because, uh, I did not expect our boys to be going and visit an imprisoned Zemo. Right. I imagined that there was Zemo just loose someplace out there in the world at this point. That's what kind do you of think about that. I, I I was surprised to see that too, and I, because I think the trailers every time we see Zemo, he's out and about doing something. 
uh, we don't see him imprisoned in the trailer. So that's a that's a good. Uh, so I, we we assume now that he did not get blipped, and he was just in jail the entire time, all five years. You know. Yeah. Um, Suffering. So, but like to to set that up, like we we learn kind of a little bit more about the the flag smashers and. I mean, we knew this kind of last week that they are super soldiers. And so yep. what uh, Sam and Bucky are, are trying to further investigate now is like, how is it possible and how did they get the serum? And so the reason why they go to Zemo is because Zemo was, knows all of Hydra's secrets and he knew about, you know, the other winter soldier program that they had the super soldier serum. Uh, so like, who else got it and where is it? And cause this is modern day. Like it's out there now. Like, Oh, that's a big deal. Huge deal. Huge, huge deal. Rooney. Um, and you know, do we think it's going to be the same OG serum that cap got? Or is this like a new serum that doesn't factor in like the, the red skullness of the super, super soldier serum? Well, so, and it's really complicated because we also know, at least in the context of the MCU, that the wasn't uh, Bruce Banner like basically affected by the same serum. One of them, yeah. So, like, yeah, I mean, there. I guess there's multiple formulas or whatever because that that was what was going on back in in the first Avenger, um, where. Uh, Red Skull lost his face, <laughs> but yeah. then they they perfected it for for Steve Rogers, and they've always been tinkering since then. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, maybe maybe it's even more advanced. Like if if Steve went up against one of these guys, would would he not be as strong? Or like mm. who knows? Or will there be some sort of like grotesque? Well, you got to imagine like thing. Steve is such a good fighter at a certain point because of his tremendous experience. Yes. You know, like, and it, that he was very adaptive and good at learning new fighting styles and, like, really embraced using his shield, which is a different, almost a superpower in and of itself. So, like, I, I don't know. I don't think, I don't, definitely Steve versus John Walker, Steve all day. Oh, for sure. Steve versus Bucky on a bad day. I, I think Bucky could take him. And I, and I think we've seen it a couple of times. <laughs> you know, uh, Bucky, the, when he was in that Winter Soldier brainwashed bullshit, like he just wasn't the same person. He well, didn't have that same thing. And, and there's, you know, there's the level of experience, but there's also like Steve wouldn't be going out to kill anybody. And, right. and Bucky at the time, he would just to, right. to survive, right? So, um, yeah, we'll see. I think it's, it's interesting. Um, so we're probably going to get a nice talkie talkie scene with, with Zemo and, and the boys next week. Definitely. Um, but at good so cop, bad cop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but somehow he's going to get on, uh, he's going to get out. Cause I don't Definitely. think they're going to let him out. No. Although that would be a really weird twist on the show. Like we're all assuming that Zemo is like pulling the strings because that's what he did before. But if they like brought him out to like, lure out Hydra or something like that. Mm -hmm. And he was like working with them. That, that would be crazy. Shit. Um, and the other character Shit, that we Frank. still haven't seen is Sharon Carter. Um, She's coming. She'll be down. She'll be back. She'll be later. Yeah. She'll, she'll come later. 
Give us some more. Give me another episode of Just Us and the Boys next week, and you know them beginning the unraveling the plot a little bit more. Bring her in later. <laughs> Sorry, Sharon. <laughs> totally. Um, yeah, so th- that's kind of it, I think. Uh, anything else you want to touch upon here, Frank? No, I, it was, I, again, I was surprised that it was over when it was over. I thought we were going to get Zemo this week, but. Uh, but that's a, this is a great thing. It's a if great place hour, to end, yeah. If an hour flows by like this and they're going to do these little, uh, not necessarily, you know, after credit scenes, but good cliffhangers each episode to make it fun as you're watching week to week, like, go for it. They can do that. That's what you get to do when you go week to week. Yeah. You know? And I think that we will get post credit scenes. Um, I could see maybe by like episode four uh, or, or even, even by five, you know, they're definitely going to, you know, have some sort of cliffhanger thing for us to, to be thinking about going into the finale. And then there'll probably be one after the finale uh, as always. Um, Okay. So outside of uh, Falcon winter soldier, we, we got uh, black widow was pushed to July and yes. it is going to be simultaneously released on Disney Plus Premier Access. So uh, I can see it. <laughs> 30 bucks at home. Yep. Um, I think this was a smart move. Um, it's just I think it's a little too early for the movie theaters to, you know, May, May is right around the corner. I don't think it was ready. a good compromise. Yeah. It's a very smart, strategic move. Everyone will feel comfortable going out to the theaters who feels comfortable going out to the theaters. If you don't feel comfortable, sit your ass at home. Yep. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> like, and and then that pushed Shang-Chi to September. So we've as currently stands, we still have three movies basically in the fall. So MCU yes. is not stopping. No, um, this is going to be one of the biggest years of the MCU ever. ever. This is going to be a phase in and of itself, almost. <laughs> I think, really, I do. Yeah, totally. Um, then, you know, the Suicide Squad trailer I think is great. Yes. Um, I'm really happy with how that looks. Very excited for that to come out on HBO Max too. Very smart of the uh, Warner's people to say, "Dudes, we know you want the Snyder thing, but listen." We think this is going to be a better way forward. It's more sustainable. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I, I think I, I hear you guys that are spamming us with, uh, you know, restore the Steinerverse. Um, personally, I, I think this is what we're going to get. I think we should start accepting that and be kind of okay with what we had. And if it they, they get gets greenlighted HBO Max, so be it. There would have to be a lot of hurdles that need to get jumped through in order for that to happen. Yeah. I don't see that for happening, my friends. I'm sorry. I, I, uh, I don't see it happening, period. And if it did, it's going to take a really long time. I, I think we should just think about how beautiful this is. Restore Zach. Let him do a Star Wars. Give him something fun to do that doesn't have anything to do with these characters. Something totally new. Bring in new directors for the other guys. Uh, contract out Ben Affleck to make sure he comes back for the Flash movie. Figure it out. But we're not getting the Snyderverse back, guys. We're sorry. Yeah. Um, <sighs> so moving forward, we're going to continue uh, watching Falcon and covering Soldier. Falcon Winter Soldier. There's a brand new movie coming out next week. Um, you know, Godzilla versus Kong. <laughs> de- 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 de. Yeah, we got to watch this. <laughs> we got to. I mean, we just watched Batman v Superman. We've been talking about. Steve Rogers versus Iron Man. This is yeah. this is big. This the, is big. The fight of the century. It's <laughs> I got I got Kong all day. What about you? 
<sighs> I think I was leaning Godzilla. Okay. All right. So there we go. Let's do it. There we go. <laughs> Money, <laughs> down. It. <laughs> Money down. Money uh, down. I will. Uh, twenty bucks. Twenty bucks. Sure. I'll do All twenty right. bucks. Twenty bucks. All right. We got a wager going here, so tune in for that episode next week, you fucks. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Long Lost Heroes podcast. Thank you for tuning in. This has been our discussion of episode two of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, airing on Disney Plus week to week. Uh, We are the Long Lost Heroes podcast. You can find us online, www.longlostheroes.net. You can email us, info at longlostheroes.net. You can find us on all social media except TikTok yet, but we may have to get TikTok. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at LLH Podcast. Uh, Please leave us a rating review on Spotify, on Apple, on Stitcher, whatever you podcast app of your choice. I'm AJ. And I'm Frank. Happy Passover. Bye, everyone. Bye.